Hello, this is Eric Braden. You're listening to TV Confidential. <laughs> hey, Robertson was a reminder that we'll play part two of our conversation with Walter Koenig beginning at the top of the hour. We hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us via Zoom for a special edition of This Week in TV History that pays tribute to the life and career of Cloris Leachman. Cloris Leachman star of the Mary Tyler Moore Show, Phyllis, The Last Picture Show, Young Frankenstein, Malcolm in the Middle, Facts of Life, and many other classic movies and TV series. Cloris Leachman passed away this past Wednesday, January 27th at the age of 94. As we went to break, we were talking about how one of the things that made Cloris Leachman such a great actress was that she was as uninhibited as a person as you could possibly be. Donna? There was something that I remember seeing years ago, I didn't even, I forgotten it, that a couple of people posted after her death. It was a piece that I believe, was it done on one of the earliest Screen Actor, or Screen Actor Guild Awards, SAG Award shows? It was a musical monologue entitled The Actress, where she recounts the life of an actress from the early days to the end of a career and the... Yeah. She did it a couple of times, but she did it uh, on a special dedicated to the Screen Actors Guild, which was a show-stopping performance. That is on YouTube. It's about 10 minutes. It is incredible. So, but beginning of the early days of a career to the end. And she did it a couple of times. One time she, her openings with Telly Savalas. But yeah, she did it. I remember it was for a, you're talking about the special for the Screen Actors Guild. This was before yeah. there was a SAG award. Okay, then. Yeah, this was before, and it was, I think it was like a, a milestone anniversary. I don't know if it was the 50th anniversary of SAG. Uh, Ed Asner was kind of the host because he was the president of the Guild at the time. There were a lot of great monologues about, you know, the history of uh, the, the Guild and also, you know, about being an actor. But she was kind of like the, the headliner. I think she was yeah. towards the end. And that was, it was posted a lot after she died. It just reminds you how truly wonderful, versatile, and it's a show-stopping number. Hardest audience in the world is other performers, especially other A-list performers. Brought the house down. Incredible. I, I want to go back to... Um... Mel Brooks and and um, more so Frau Brucher. I, I didn't really, most people didn't know all these years why the horses were winning every time her name was said. I guess because I had a German friend, I understood. Wilhur uh, is uh, German for glue. <laughs> And it's one of those running gags that everybody loved in that movie. That they don't really know They why. don't really it's know what it is. And her reaction to the horses is priceless. Just especially, uh, the, yeah, because, you know, it, it's, a, it's a fun gag, and then it comes up again, and then it comes up again. Yeah, the scene where she's playing the violin. Yeah, yes, he was my boyfriend. Uh, but uh, just... Her, her work, you know, you, you have this incredibly funny ensemble. And again, she comes in and she steals the scenes that she's in, where she's introduced, when she leaves all the clues for Dr. Frankenstein to find. And then, of course, when Madeline Klepkan shows up and he uh, interrupts um, 
was Gene Wilder and I forgot uh, what uh, Terry Garr's character's name was, where she interrupts them uh, in their intimate moment where she's alleviating pressure uh, and just her exit line, I suggest you put on a tie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, it's amazing. I, I mean, everybody loves Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles. Uh, times being what they are, we can quote every line from Young Frankenstein and there's only a couple of lines we can quote from Blazing Saddles. At least that we can say on the air. Uh, <laughs> did we cover the gamut of Cloris Leachman? Because it is just such an amazing career. Yeah, it's kind of reminds me when we lost Robin Williams, you know, for some people, you know, they immediately think Mork or they think the genie or they think Mrs. Delph. I mean, there's so many, depending on your age and such, you know, you, you kind and what of resonated with you. what resonated with you. Yeah. There's certain people and, you know, say yeah. Ashley Tyson, you know, it's his main Jane Pittman and then everything else. Yeah. But with Sleachman, it's like you, you tend to zero in. Well, if we want, if we want to be completists, she was Timmy's mom. Or maybe not, maybe not Timmy's mom. She was the female lead on Lassie for I think the first year, and then if I remember correctly, I would have and I would have to check this in John Winokur's book to be sure. I believe she left the show of her own accord, and then within a year they recast her with June Lockhart. Wow. And when did, when did Lassie premiere? Fifties um, or early sixties. Nineteen fifty-four. I believe it ran for close to twenty years on CBS. And yeah, um, it was family required family viewing. Yeah, it was Sunday night. Se- Sunday night, seven o'clock, and then Ed Sullivan at seven thirty or eight yes. or eight or eight o'clock. Uh, there, there may have been a show on between seven thirty and eight, but Lassie. If if you only had one TV set, you either watch Lassie or or Disney. You couldn't watch both back Disney. then. Yeah, uh, in my house, we were definitely a Lassie house. Yeah, I I seem to recall we were a Lassie house too, because we almost always watched Ed Sullivan at mm-hmm. eight. And if I remember correctly, Dis uh, NBC as part of their counter programming efforts, they aired. Disney at seven thirty to try to cut into Sullivan's office, but we uh, uh, audience. But we, as I recall, we almost always watch Sullivan last scene and then Sullivan at eight o'clock. I, I forgot. I posted this in my blog, and so it must have been like buried in my memory here because I talked about how she would do public appearances, and you would see who she really is. Uh, and, and and her quote was. If I were to do some outlandish role, I always make sure I'd be on Johnny Carson to show that I wasn't that person that I played. I'd be myself so people got to know me. I think and I think they know that I'm honest and truthful and real. Yeah. That, that I think, puts the exclamation point on what we've been talking about this segment. Yeah. <laughs> Childoftelevision.blogspot.com, also storysalon.com, facebook.com forward slash storysalon. Tony Down, we'll see you next time. Next time. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. We'll play part two of our conversation with Walter Canning beginning at the top of the hour. We'll be up to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, 
Tony mentioned earlier in the program the conversation we had with Ed Asner last year in which we celebrated the 50th anniversary of the premiere of the Mary Tower Moore Show. Among other things, Ed shared a few memories of working with Cloris Leachman. We mentioned Cloris a little while ago. I understand Cloris was and is quite a character. Oh, my God. Well, when we first started, we were asked to do prep to warm up the country to the uh, coming of the show. Mm-hmm. So Mary and I were assigned a, a half of the country to do promos. And I tried to memorize the promos and failed miserably. So Mary took the brunt of, of those commercials. Then I was sent down to Atlanta to do the other half of the country with Chorus. Mm-hmm. I got down there and I, once again, suffering from my failure to memorize the uh, the promos. And uh, when she saw that I was having trouble, she said, oh, forget that. We'll just improvise. So we improvised, and it became delightful to do it with her. That's great. Yeah, she was great. She is great. I Did I ever tell you the story about us? Uh, if it's the one I'm thinking of, does it have to do with your decision to lose weight? Yes. Cloris and I used to kiss a lot, and uh, I liked it, and she liked it, and I wanted to, of course, take it all the way. She judiciously sat back and said, all right, you lose 30 pounds, and you can have me. Ah. Oh. How about that? <laughs> how, many, how many of you can lay claim to such a such an offer? Not I. <laughs> So I, so did you did you lose the thirty pounds? I lost twenty nine. Oh. Yeah, I think both of us were relieved. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Asner sharing a few memories of his dear friend Cloris Leachman during a conversation that originally aired in October 2020. Cloris Leachman passed away this past Wednesday, January 25th, at the age of 94. We'll play part two of our conversation with Walter Koenig of Star Trek and Babylon 5. Then we'll take you behind the scenes of the Pet Set. The Pet Set, the long-lost series created by and starring Betty White that not only hasn't been seen in any form in 50 years, but was and is Betty White's all-time favorite TV project. All that more when we come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us. If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, this is who you're missing. Linda Day George. Diane Cannon. Donna Mills. Richard Benjamin. Michael Bell. Joan Van Ark. Thank you so much, Joan. I I really appreciate this. I hope we'll have a chance to chat again. Well, I hope so, too. And let me tell you, bravo to you. Kudos for doing your homework. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Hugs. That's TV Confidential. Every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. You can now purchase t-shirts, mugs, caps, hoodies, wall clocks, and other gifts with the TV Confidential logo from the official TV Confidential merchandise shop. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com forward slash merchandise or cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential, cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, 
or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.